0: When the void was there and I chose to go to it and be like, you know, what do I do? Because I'm trying everything, nothing's working. I had to let go of my identity of being healer because I was like, what if I'm not supposed to be that anymore?
1: Hello and welcome to The Real Raw You. I'm Jennifer Blackard.
0: And I'm Jonda
2: Watson. And we talk about all things, oneness, sex, and relationships.
1: As well as meditation, wellness, and awakening with a flair of fun. All to help you become the real raw you. Subscribe and listen weekly to this juicy orgasmic experience. Welcome to the Real Raw You podcast. My name is Jonathan Plackard, and I'm joined here with my partner in podcast crime, John DeWatson, and our guest of the week. Ambajam Rose, and oh my goodness, you are in for a treat today. I've interviewed Ambajam probably five or six times, and she is a superstar. I mean, she is one of the ones that you go to and say, i want to raise my consciousness i want greater expansion i want more bliss in my life she is your girl
0: no pressure
1: <laughs> no pressure okay at and all. go <laughs> no and today we are going to talk about living your full surrender and mm. that true intimacy and embodiment that you can have with yourself and others so ambajan welcome thank welcome. you
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you. So good to be here with you guys. We're so glad to have you. And I'd like
2: to start with just a brief introduction for everyone so they can get to know you a little bit better. So Ambijam is an embodiment activator, way-shower, guide, and healer. Her one-of-a-kind group power healings accelerate awakening, healing, and embodiment. Ambujan combines a powerful mix of quick focused energy clearings plus spot-on guidance, which instantly completes the origins of life themes, reconciles soul history, pulls out the roots of complex spiritual issues, and removes ego identities. This helps free your energy for faster embodiment, Activates your true self and energizes your heart's rightful path. Ambajam's group power healings have accelerated the path to freedom for over twenty years. Her dedication to embodying her own path continuously creates her work to meet the evolutionary needs of humanity.
1: Well, wow. Ambajam, I mean, you have like you really live in in full surrender mode. What is full surrender to you?
0: Listening to my heart's guidance every day, all day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Everything, everything, everything. I don't make a move. You know, I'm still human, so I might automatically make a move. But when I need to make any decision, uh, have a phone conversation, uh, even just going for a walk. I'm like, where should I go for a walk? This trail, that trail. I'm always tuning into my heart, being like, what, what's... The deepest truth for my embodiment, my healing today, because it's always like today. So I just, I just don't make a move as much as I can be conscious and help it without tuning in. And um, it's just been a really interesting journey living that way, because <laughs> wow. I can't, like, I know deep down in me, I have zero control, like, like z- zero. And I find that if I tune into my heart, my beingness in my heart, that is the best thing I can do to live my life without control. And because of me, like I've always been the type of person, even before my gifts turned on, and that I always got caught doing, like anything that I did was off. (laughs) I always got caught. Like an example is I was waitressing and it was summertime and all these people are visiting and so a lot of people just didn't tip. And so all of my waitress people would add the tip in and we're not supposed to do that. And I didn't do it. I'm like, it doesn't feel right, I'm not gonna do it. And the one time I'm like, you know what? I'm doing it, of course I get caught. And everyone else doesn't get caught. So that's just been my life. (laughs) I always get caught. And so like in the terms of like we could say just emotionally and spiritually, if I do something that is just not aligned, it does not work out well, like pretty fast. Or I just feel yucky, you know? So just a really quick um, reason of why I chose to do this surrender route is I had gone through my spiritual awakening like 15 years ago. And before that moment, I used to tune into my heart and I'd be like, how do I grow my practice? What do I do? What needs to be done today? And there was always an answer and spirit was always guiding me. And then when awakening happened, I moved to New York City, like three months later, I think. And I'm in this little studio apartment and I go to tune in and I'm like how do I create a practice here and there was just nothing but this big black space big void and I was like where is everybody what's happening (laughs) and for three weeks I'd tune in because I kept thinking I was doing it wrong And I used to be an awesome manifester. Like, whatever I would put my mind to, let's say, or focus on and visualize, it would happen. And so I had this, like, rhythm and this this way of being of how I live my life. And after three weeks of freaking out, because no matter what I did, I kept going into this, like, void. Like, nothing. Like, nothing. Like, nothing forever (laughs) is how it felt. After three weeks, something in me was like, hey, maybe this awakening thing that happened killed me off. <laughs> like the me I think I still am and how I used to live my life, maybe that's all just gone. And I'm in this habit, you know? And I was like, holy F. I don't know if I can swear in this thing. Yeah. No, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to go to the void on purpose and be like, okay, I'm here now. Cause I was like kicking and screaming for three weeks, freaked out. My rent quadrupled. I'm in New York city. Nothing. I can't, nothing's happening. I'm not working. Clients stop calling. Like it was insane. Yeah. And so I'm like, I, maybe I need to like make friends with the void or I need to go there on purpose. And so I, sat down and I was so scared because I didn't know what I was going to find. I didn't know anything and I, I went into that that spaciousness and I was basically like, okay, I'm done kicking and screaming and fighting you. What do you want? And it just went, shh, for eight months. Sat and I sat and I sat and I sat and I sat, and I would try to do all the things I normally would do, and none of it worked. And the more I let myself go into the void and like merge with it, and all these like emotions and feelings would come, and I would just like practice just letting them fall off, knowing it was like my old self that was like dying. And then one day the void was like, Time to go to work, you're done. And then two weeks later I met my husband Michael and we left New York and that was 12 years ago. And so I was forced, like I was already living, listening to my heart before the awakening thing, but then I was really forced to like start over and learn like what, (laughs) what is this thing? And it was strange because when I followed it, stuff didn't manifest right away. Like it would say, let's say, or give me this feeling of like, do this, do that, or do nothing. Like a lot of it was just being quiet for a really long time, just being quiet, being quiet. But somehow my life worked. Even though emotionally I was not liking what was going on, somehow it all worked out. So I was like forced to learn, like I have to listen to the truth here now because I've already tried everything, it doesn't work. And and other people I know can do stuff and it works for them. And me, it just, it just, nothing that's not this just doesn't work. So I had to, I had to, I had to, I had to. And luckily I had practice of already listening, you know? But holy F, you know? That was a whole other level of surrender because I learned how I felt emotionally and mentally like didn't matter. Like I would beg yeah. and plead, right? Just quiet. <laughs> and the other thing I feel like I have to say, whoever needs to hear this, so during that time, you know, being a healer was my identity. I've been doing this for like 20 plus years. When the void was there and I chose to go to it and be like, you know, what do I do? Because I'm trying everything, nothing's working. I had to let go of my identity of being a healer because I was like, what if I'm not supposed to be that anymore? And that was the scariest thing to let go of. And I would imagine myself having like this big baseball of ideas to throw in the void. And I'd be like, should I be a lawyer now? <laughs> yeah. Nothing. I'm like, should I work at McDonald's? Cause I wasn't making any money. <laughs> Nothing. And I gave it all these ideas. And then I was like, uh-oh, being a healer, that's my last ball. <laughs> my last, most precious ball. <laughs> And then I was like, should I still be a healer? And then I was like, and that's when something was like, and I had this feeling of like, everything's already done. It's already done. You just have to be quiet. And I was like, okay, I can still be that. (laughs) It was really scary. Like my most precious ball, you know, I didn't, But I knew in order to live this whole new life, I had to let go of everything that I ever knew. And then to like be on the other side of all that, let's say. And then, and it's not like my stuff's not here and you know, it just keeps going, right? But I did like the initial let go, I guess I could say. And then, you know, it just keeps happening. So that's my, my quick story Wow. (laughs) or not so quick story. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And somebody will it. ask me. Sorry, somebody <laughs> will ask me. So, Oma John, what do you think about this? And I'm like, think. I don't know. Let mm-hmm. me see. Because it doesn't matter. It doesn't it? Just doesn't matter.
1: That's so, that's so crazy. You know, it seems like the more conscious work I do. I also have those balls that I throw and gets <laughs> still to this day. I mean, I've been a great internet marketer and it's like, okay, mm. should I do this? You know, should I teach people how to do this still? And it's like, and then it's like, but I'm really great at productivity. Should I do this? <laughs> no. And then, but it does come back to keeping the message.
2: Mm.
1: Always. And how it, and how it wants to be, shared right can change yeah 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 Yeah.
2: okay we're so quiet but i've just been getting chills and chills and chills like (laughs) wave and wave after them that is such an incredible story
0: yeah and still today i'm like i know i have a thousand stories running in my habit self of who i think i am and sometimes i'll look in the mirror and i'll be like Who are you really? Because I don't know. Mm -hmm. You know, like I see awakening and everybody goes through it in their own way. But it's like once somebody like initially has that, we could say, ego, like curtain open or the veil clears or something happens where that true self starts to come out, right, and start to live a life. And all that's not that has to fall away, catch up, align. Um, Oh, yeah. I was like, what was I going to say? So when somebody goes through that, whether they're conscious of it or not, it's like this foundational plug of a light that's been plugged into a socket forever. And it's like it unplugs. And the light stays on for a second of what it was. And we still think we're this thing. We're not. Like that to me is crazy. Like how Mm -hmm. I feel and the flavors that are still like left. I'm like, that's not even alive anymore. It's like what's motivating it. That's what I'm trying to say. What, What motivated me is over. And it's crazy to me that I'm like, like sometimes what my heart will tell me and how I feel is so far apart And this just feels so true. I'm like, okay, this is really, really true. And the fact that this is so, my emotional self is so different than this. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is crazy to me because this still feels like me.
1: Yeah.
0: Crazy. Like it's endless, 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 what we're all going through.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Right? And I think it, it's like super messy and we're all figuring it out because even if you go to like teachers and healers and speakers and you read books and stuff you still have to figure it out like foundationally like your own direct like you have to learn well how do I even navigate this whole thing right because everyone is so unique of how like the light let's say or the truth like eats everything (laughs) you know or makes it fall off and so Like we have to, have to, every single one of us, we have to learn our own self, like know thyself, right? We have to spend time, we have to. Um, Yeah, it's a, you know, and we're all going through it now. Like so many more people are going through it that Mm -hmm. we talk about it and it's like, oh yeah, I know what awakening, I know that word now. Um, Or I know the word like consciousness, or I know the word shift, you know, where years and years and years ago, it wasn't, it wasn't, like that rampant we could say, yeah. or, or whatever that word is. So it's it's really amazing to me, like it's happening to everybody, whether you know it or not, whether you're on the path or not, because it doesn't matter whether you're a good person or a bad person or whether you're deserving or worthy, like the truth of who you are is the truth of who you are. The light is your light. Like it, 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 it doesn't care, you know, mm-hmm. no matter what you're doing, it's coming on, you know, and it's like, how do we navigate that is, and then you've got all these energies now basically 2020 was like kicking off a whole other thing, right? Mm-hmm. So now we have like constant influx mm-hmm. of high frequencies, high frequencies, high frequencies, high frequencies, all day, every day. And, and now it's like we're more used to feeling effed up. Like, okay, this is just <laughs> kind of normal.
1: <laughs> like the yeah.
0: is not going away. Mm-hmm. And I, The other thing I want to share too Sorry if I'm talking a lot, like if you guys want to. (laughs) No, please do, please do. (laughs) Carry on. (laughs) (laughs) Carry on. (laughs) Is the other thing that really helped me in the beginning, so I'm like in New York and I'm like walking around with this void, like silence in me. And I, I, I kept trying to get back to who I was and I kept trying to not feel effed up anymore and I kept trying to not feel all weird. And one day it hit me, I was like, oh, this is what it is now. Like, you're not going back. There is no back to go to, like, she gone. She got off, she took the boat and I don't know where she went. And it, after that moment, I stopped having, well, I couldn't say I stopped. I had the awareness of, because I kept trying to feel better emotionally. I kept trying to feel better, kind of feel better. Trying to, you know, everybody's like, be happy. Choose happiness. And I'm like, well, that's not working for me. (laughs) There's too much going on. I don't just feel happy. And so something like shifted where I was like, oh, this thing that I'm after, or this thing that I'm trying to feel, or I'm trying to feel better emotionally, or feel normal, or feel relief, or feel, I'm like, I think I should just stop trying to feel something other than I'm feeling and like stop having this idea of what awakening is and that I'm going to get better or my issues will heal tomorrow. Like something just shifted in New York where I was like, oh, this is what it is. This is what it is. This is what it is. And of course, we all want to feel better. And when we have a physical pain or an emotional pain or a friendship pain or a situational pain, we're all just like, I just want it to go away. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like. No, (laughs) No, no. that's not working. Like, how do we navigate this messiness? How do we meet it? How do we learn to like, like this too is okay. This too is okay. This too is okay. And like, I find for me, like when I get into that practice of like, like when I'm just really upset or just super triggered about something and I'm trying to like, channel into it or like be present with it or something. I'm like trying and then I go, oh wait, hold on, I'm trying again. Yeah. Cause like, especially like being on the path, we have this thing where it's like, we're always working on something. We're always looking at it. We're always like, how can I this and how can I that with this thing, right? But what I find when I can do it, when I can just like allow the thing to be there Like, it'll start with my mind or, like, I'll focus on the thing. Like, okay, I'm going to be present and it doesn't work right away. But somehow I drop in and this thing can just be allowed and that's when it actually moves, like, from this graceful place. And I'm like, oh, I wish I could do that all the time, right? Yeah. But it's like.
1: Yeah, it's like, don't you get your best ideas in the shower or on the weekends? Like, as soon as you let your brain rest, it's like, oh, ooh, here it floods in with like creativity. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I love that so much. So (sighs) I wanted to talk to you about like intimacy and true intimacy. And I feel like we've kind of already touched on it. (laughs) Like, you know, I mean, yeah, that is intimacy with yourself. But what do you do with another person or another partner when they aren't that aware and conscious or worse, they think that (laughs) they are and their (laughs) ego is like, I'm better than you.
0: (laughs) I mean, man, that's like such a layered question, right? Especially when we have partners, we think we're helping when we're trying to like show them the way
1: know which is an ego thing
0: (laughs) Ugh. Mm -hmm. and it it's like in the moment it doesn't feel like it feels like i'm helping but only to learn later oh all that did was push him away right um i feel like i want to take your question like kind of bits um and it's hard because when we talk about this stuff it's like It's kind of like, okay, here's how you walk through a certain thing, but it's like when you're in it, it's hard. Mm -hmm. Like the fire's hot. You can't just be like, "Mm -mm, the fire's hot. It's like, no, this fire's freaking hot. What do you do when when the (laughs) fuck? Get out of the fire. (laughs) (laughs) But when we're not in the fire, we're talking about the fire. How do you deal with the fire? Well, you put the blanket on, you tuck and roll, right? (laughs) So. It's like relationship is the hardest, 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 hardest thing for us because for a thousand reasons, right? But I mean, because it shows us everything inside of us that we're not aware of or don't want to see or right. I mean, it's it's endless, but your closest yeah. partner or children are going to reflect you in a whole other way. Right. And so I just feel like the first thing, like if you're with somebody that isn't where you'd like them to be, let's say, or isn't meeting you in a certain way and you just don't know what to do, that's when I would go into my heart and be like, okay, truth. Because I find like, I don't call it my truth. I call it the truth. Because if I tune in deep enough, there's only like, I'll just say one truth and we all tune into it. So if I follow the truth here, how can it not serve you? Mm -hmm. So when I'm dealing with my partner or a relationship thing or something, I always will just ask, what is the highest move here for all concerned? And I don't like say those words, because to me, it's automatic now. I just kind of go in with that feeling of like, what do I do? That's true for all, you know? And so, when it's dealing with another person, this always knows where they're at on their path and what's going on. And you know, I don't know, but this will know. And so, I'll ask, like, okay, so and so isn't meeting me, or this is going on, and what is the rightful move? What is there to be done? Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's a way, um, because especially when you've met someone and then awakening starts to happen years later and there's a lot of change right it's like the the moat starts to fall away of what used to connect or and it's like oh my god I don't know how to have relationship with this person anymore it's just really maddening and challenging and um I just find like just keep going here keep listening I you know for me I go to my heart that's where I naturally go some people when they drop in they just go like beingness which is everywhere right everybody kind of has their spot but I would say learn where your spot is that knows what's going on with your spouse or friend or kids or and be like you know here are my needs here's what I need emotionally and here's what I want and all this but what's actually true in this situation and sometimes it's true to leave the situation sometimes it's true to stay whether you prefer it emotionally. If you're living from here, it doesn't matter. Like I've wanted to leave my partner like a hundred times. And during those times, I'll tune in. I'm like, is it time to go? And it's clearly no. I'm like, yeah, but what about all this stuff?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was talking. So It's good. Yeah, my oldest son, you know, he kind of got on me for saying that I didn't want to do something. And I said, you know, I d- I clearly came out and said I don't I just don't want to do this. And he's like, "Well, what's more important, this or this?" And he like tried to make all this like reason and justifications to why I should want to do it. And it it, you know, it ended up being like this misery of a conversation. And I was just kind of curious because I felt that in that conversation that it created some sort of like heartbreak almost like it was just breaking my heart that he was being that way with me and talking down to me. And, and, you know, and I, I think your answer was perfect because basically what I should have gotten to was go get out of my own way you know well
0: that's what i'm saying stop, when you're in the fire stop. it's hot. like my
1: button you pushed it and stop yeah that was such a beautiful way you put it
0: well and it's like it's like how do you remember to do it when you're in it because that's the hard part because we're so triggered and the trigger is so loud and we're so upset and we're so emotional and because of awakening we're even more emotional and distraught because there's nothing like how i see when like let's say before awakening this like veil or this spot on the heart that keeps the ego like intact when that's going on there's a there we're block like there's this unconscious blocking from life and emotion and everything when awakening happens and that veil gets pulled off everything's like this so emotions are just like so freaking heightened Mm -hmm. For everyone, all the time.
1: Yeah.
0: But you don't, like, you look at the person, you think, oh, they're cool. It's like, oh, no, probably not. (laughs) They are freaking out inside, or they're super sensitive, and they're feeling all this stuff, but we have to go out in the world and interact, right? Yeah. But I I think there's
1: kind of, like, three, three layers of this, right? There's the people that have, like, a helmet on their whole body, and nothing can reach them, you know, and they, they seem stoic, <laughs> but mm-hmm. they're the opposite of stoic. And then there's the people that are releasing that veil and they cry all the time and everything is like a dart in their heart. And then I think that once they work through some of those constructs and those inventions, then they release into more like a real stoic you know, where, mm. where they can be more in that full surrender that you're talking about, that you're being, right? Where they are embodied and, and can, you know, be hit with a dart and just be like, hmm, that's an interesting <laughs> point of view. <laughs> and, and, and it just is that, and that's you it, know, and yeah.
0: And as you're talking, like what Spirit is saying now is what we're all going through is triggering such foundational fear, that we're not consciously in all day. So I mean, some people know they're
1: mm-hmm. like,
0: I'm scared, I'm freaked out, I'm in fear. But the type of fear that Spirit's talking about is like survival identity fear. Like there's something deep in us all day long, pretty much, that is trying to hold on to who it was. And it's very protective. And it it's, it's like when you're talking about the intimacy, this thing is like, uh-uh, uh-uh. I don't want real intimacy because if I'm actually intimate with another person in a true real way, I can't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. So it thinks anyway. Talk that's more about that. what it feels that. like.
1: Yeah. Can you talk a little more about yeah, that? Yeah. Like,
0: I call it like this fear of ego death, this fear mm-hmm. of like, like I said earlier, like I have all these stories still running that I don't even know are still running that I feel like are me. And they're threatened. I don't feel threatened consciously. But because the truth of us is is coming out more and more and more every day, there's like this background egoic threat inside of us, very first chakra, like we could say it that way, that is just like freaked out, and it's really unconscious because it's not like in the forefront of our mind. It's it's the ego. It's like the identity, um, and so like when you're when you were talking about you with your son and these kind of three layers you were just talking about, about like how people might be experiencing things and stuff. It's like this underneath ever so subtle fear that we're all in
1: Mm -hmm.
0: when we're interacting. And um, it's like, we don't know it. And sometimes that fear can like go dormant, but it's still there. Yeah. And so, you know, you like, like, true intimacy, like what does that even mean, right? And it's like, well, wouldn't it mean just showing up as we are all messy? Mm Yeah. Right. And then like on an energetic psychic level, what I've seen in the last three months is something is shifting in the earth so drastically like one of the layers i saw is like christ consciousness in a different level is igniting again just one layer and that specific layer with this other like super deep awakening that's going on in the earth it's it's awakening our divine sexuality in our bodies and like that's a major freaking thing to happen <laughs> and so consciously, we're not like, oh, I feel my sexuality awakening all day, every day. My true, pure, sensual, creative self. That's like making love with life all the time. Yep, I feel that all day. It's like, no, we don't know that that's happening, (laughs) (laughs) right? And so, because it's so like, let's say pure, no wounding sexuality in our bodies because that's turning on. It's like, there are almost like two ways to answer, well, what would true intimacy be? We could say true intimacy would be interacting from that place, right? Mm -hmm. There's no judgment, it's like love, it's compassion, it's sensuality, sexuality, creativity. Mm-hmm. kind of all all down there, right? Mm-hmm. But then we can't just say that's what it is and that's what we have to get to because then it creates this thing about we have to be perfect and we're not. We're friggin' human with all kinds of stuff. So like for me, true intimacy means I'm gonna be as emotionally honest with myself and you as I can, like that to me is intimate or if I'm having an issue with somebody and that issue is creating a block in my intimacy where I wanna pull away or create a wall, then I have to talk about it with that person. Or if I'm going through something with somebody and it's not affecting my intimacy with them, like I don't feel like I wanna put a wall up, I may not have to say anything to that person. So, and I I feel like Spirit's saying something too, like you really have to ask yourself, well, what is true intimacy for me? What does that feel like and how do I become that? Or, or how do I use that as a guide?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And as a teacher to be like, where am I at? Am I at this image that I feel or see about my true, true intimacy today with my family or friends or husband or wife or lover or you know, whoever? Or am I pulled back or am I walled off or am I? Because each person I think it'll be you know, very specific for them yeah. mm-hmm. and um, but like from a psychic perspective like true intimacy looks to me like it's so pure like it's not coming through emotion at all like there's not an emotion there it's this like pure consciousness that's always expressing itself and it's not necessarily sex right mm-hmm. intercourse or messing around like that's not that's just one slice of the whole pie right because we can't divide we can't we can't um define sexuality just sex sexuality might be like wow i so enjoyed this like amazing dinner last night oh was so like sensual and rich right <laughs> mm-hmm. i don't want to go like have sex with it though <laughs> Or I might, right? I did. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Like the apple pie. Give me that. So I think there's like. (laughs) I think there's so many ways to just like talk about it, but I think what it boils down, what I would say is what is it for you, right? And it can always shift and change because we're always shifting and changing, you know?
1: Yeah, I think that we need to as a collective, you know, people in general, need to really ask ourselves these questions, like how embodied am I today? Mm-hmm. And how much true intimacy am I having today? You know, and I think that if we would just bring in the awareness about it, that people would like be like, yeah, I had some so, you know, maybe that awareness and that one question alone mm. can like offer us this massive amount of greater, right? And all these yeah, various can, like, open areas. The doors. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, you are phenomenal at these activations too. Yeah. I'm feeling you know, like, up oh, something time. coming. I know. And, you know, I, <laughs> I kind of feel that, you know, you can offer us an activation to drop some of the veils Yep, and, and say, bring in yeah, the intimacy yeah. as they drop and open that beautiful flower within. Ooh, that sounds a little too woo, but. <laughs> <laughs> but it's what it is. Really? So I'm going to let you take the lead on that.
0: Yeah, the flower I see is always a metaphor. It's like this kind of opening, 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 and you can't see all the, f- the petals until it opens, and you don't even know what's in there, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. So I just want to share with everybody. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to connect in with those with us now and those who will be with us and those who will be watching this at any time, really, because it's always one big fat now. um and um the whole basis of my work is clearing i'm just going to simplify it is clearing the egoic identities super fast quick so you can be who you are faster faster easier easier so it's like we're just it's like a a, it's like i see everybody is like this bulb that's already on and there's just dust on it and the dust is story identity beliefs, soul history and who we were, and who we still think we are. And so, what we can do, my team that I call Spirit, and when we connect in this way that we're about to, there's something that's really sacred that starts to invoke. And it's like we're granted. It's like my gifts collaborate with all of you and the truth in your heart of like this desire to know yourself and this deep desire for freedom. And it's that that collaborates, like I don't try to collaborate, it just happens. And we'll, we'll do this in a second. And that truth in you knows exactly where you are in your path and where these pieces of fear are that we're gonna connect with and pull off. Cool. And it allows us to do that because it's the truth of you and it knows where you're at. And so I'm just gonna describe this part really quick. So when I talk about pulling something off, What's actually happening if you slow-mo that thing down is this. So, the truth of you, your awareness is like, I call it like your super consciousness. It is able to realize and understand things in two seconds. Why it chose what it chose as a soul 80,000 years ago, what happened as a child in this life. I mean, it knows everything, it knows your entire life, like a supercomputer, okay? That supercomputer will bring me to these fear spots in you, because it knows you, okay? And that ability to realize all these layers of why the fear is still there, Spirit and I partner with that, and we help it do it super, super, super fast, so it doesn't skip over anything. It just accelerates its own ability to quickly understand something, let's say. Then, as that's going on, spirit's able to come in and pull the thing off because it the truth of you realized why it was there in the first place. doesn't need it anymore. So that's basically what goes on in these sessions. It's like your realization basically calls spirit in, here, 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 here. And it realizes it super fast and spirit pulls it off. We can't ever just pull something off without realization. Like it just doesn't happen that way. It's like working with an apple that's ripening on a tree. You can shine all the sun you want it, blow on it. Like that thing has its own ripening time, right? But if somehow we can, the sacredness of everything can partner with that timing of that apple to accelerate the ripening, and then the apple just falls off the tree. So that's what we do, but we don't skip over anything to make it ripen. And somehow by us working together and partnering in the way that we do, it helps you accelerate your own awakening and your own realization. So that's what we're gonna do. Very cool. And you don't mentally, and the other thing about this type of work, mentally there's nothing for you to understand, follow, or do because it's the truth of you that's doing it all inside of you. So you don't have to understand anything. All the healing happens exactly where it needs to for you. Um, so I'm going to connect with everyone now and bring us into that, that group space. And I feel like what we want to do is just what Jenna said, We wanna connect to some of these really deep hidden uh, fears of threat, of your awakening, of intimacy, of you just being who you are. So I'm just connecting us all in now. And some of you are like mentally, ooh, do this, do that. And I'm like, nah, sorry. (laughs) Because it doesn't, I get it, of course. But that's not what creates the healing. It's not your mind. It's not the begging kind of thing that we get into when we're suffering, right? There's something in you that knows what's going to release. It's ready, it's going to bring it. And so trust yourself. Yeah, and I know that doesn't make some of you very happy right now. They're like, oh man. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I can't, again, that would be agenda and control. I can't listen to what your agenda is. I have to listen to you like what you're really ready. I can't listen to what you think or, or mentally, you know? All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're starting to connect now. Um, we're more connected now enough that we're going to start doing this fear, kind of pulling it out of your body, okay? And what I'm doing, I'm being um, sent to your navel area and below. So we're going to actually start with your navel. So behind the navel area, there's all this like tight, tightly wound uh, energy lines, and it's from all kinds of things. Um, It's not like it's an issue. It's more like being a human and and going through a birth with your mother and having the cord cut, just that alone creates tension in the navel area, right? But the type of tension we're gonna release in your navel area now is linked to any threat that you consciously or unconsciously feel about you being you and you being in your awakening and you being in your intimacy and you being in your truth, okay? So I need your permission in your heart of hearts. Yep. Yes. So we're just gonna start, like how I see it is we're kind of working from like the outside in, we're like unwinding and just like dispersing some of those those taut, um, anxious fear energies, really. <sighs> and those parts are just scared, you know? It's like they're holding on. And so as we're just bringing in the energy that we can bring in together, they're like, oh, okay, I'm okay, I'm all right. And then any moment what that is going to allow us to do, because that was kind of the guard, let's say, the protector of going deeper into the first and second chakra where we want to pull out this deeper fear. The navel area, today anyway, was like the guard at the door. So we had to go here first. And so as the navel area is releasing or feeling safer, and why it feels safer is because it connects to itself. It's like, oh, I'm here. Like, I'm so busy being scared, I forgot about me. <laughs> you know, forgot about myself. Yep, yeah, so I'm gonna now go, start going down through the navel, second chakra, first chakra area. And one of the things I just wanna share, a lot of people have been experiencing lately is intestinal and belly stuff because First and second chakra is so activated now, and all this earth stuff. The belly has just been like, like it's been painful digestion and stuff. So, I just wanted to share that too. Okay, yep. So, I'm going to go. So, spirits being sneaky, <laughs> they're kind of like saying to this first chakra, Hey, while you're focused on the second, we're gonna be working right here in all this fear. So it's kind of like when you go to the doctor and you're laying there and they put a mobile up on the ceiling so you won't pay attention, right? It's kind of like that. So they're gonna, spirit's gonna start working on the first chakra in a very specific way that will not um, trigger the ego to contract. I'm gonna focus on the first chakra. I mean, sorry, the second. And we're just gonna do this release in whatever way you're needing of fear, okay. And right now, as we're doing this, I feel like, ooh, all of us together right now, totally meant to be. Like this is not an accident. (laughs) And then, um, this is interesting, because this has been coming up in the groups that I've been doing. So our intimacy is connected to our abundance. And when we feel safe to receive, we can have more abundance, right? (sighs) So as we're working on the second chakra, I just see this abundant energy, like gold, let's say money filling up that second chakra area. Like, of course, like it's just normal. It's just normal. Okay, so as that's going on, spirit's having me also now focus on the first chakra, and I'm about to pull out some dark, uh, manipulative energy that's really, um, you know, it's just doing what it does. It doesn't want us to awaken. It wants us to stay stuck in our stuff and stay distracted, in fear, right? Because we're we're always looking over here at fear. We're missing, we're missing ourselves, right? And there's been this just this dark energy that's been all hooked up in there. It's super old. And we need to let that go now. We need to release it. So I'm focused on releasing that. And what that darker energy has been doing, because it's been for a chakra, it's been um, messing with your spinal alignment, like your alignment, like your hip alignment, like it's deep in the sacrum, sort of. And so as we release this, um, the body's going to start like reorganizing itself. So we just have to be really careful as we release it. So the body doesn't um destabilized you know because it's been used to being off in this misalignment so we're just we're pulling that out now and what this energy is fed on this darker energy is your lack you believing that you don't have the power to fill in the blank whatever that is for you no i don't have it someone else has it, or blah, blah, blah. It's not me. And it's a really core thing that we have to realize as being human, like, I am powerful. I am me, I've got this. I have my own abilities, my own gifts, my own ways, my me, 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 you know? So deep, that realization. And so that's what this thing foundationally has been able to hook into and um, expand upon is this, I don't really believe in myself. Not that deep, you know? (sighs) So we're just helping that part in the first, first chakra realize, oh right, I am powerful, I've got this. And when I talk about powerful, I don't mean like standing on a hill with a sword. I mean, it's like grace, like your grace, who you are is your power, you know? Yep, so now we're just doing like this whole body release as the first and second chakra releasing, as the body is realigning itself from that dark energy that's releasing now. We're just like kind of doing this overall, like you're just coming into yourself like, ah, I can relax here. Like I'm here. I have my issues, I have my situations, but I am here though, I'm still here. So the last thing I feel like we wanna do, and then we're just gonna do a little bit of integration, is spirit wants to leap your consciousness forward in whatever way you're needing personally into more deeper sovereignty, into more of that deeper anchoring into I believe in myself. That you don't have to say it because it's not like a positive affirmation, like it's a knowing, like I am this, I am this. So I feel like spirit's getting that leap forward ready. And I you know need to just ask your permission in your heart like do you want to leap forward more deeply into that anchor of yourself, right? Are you ready? <sighs> okay, we're so we're going to do that now, okay? And again, there's nothing you have to do cuz your true self is doing it all for you. Everybody's going forward now. And we're just gonna shut the door behind you whenever we're ready, so. (sighs) So now you're here, wherever here is, (laughs) in this new place inside of you more so. And we're just gonna do some integration now with all of that and shutting the doors from once you just came, completing there. And then I feel like the other thing that's going on as we're integrating and completing with where you used to be, is it's like there are these, um, like I'll call them like your divine papers, your next levels of your path are just like dropping in now, easier, faster. I feel like they were gonna do that anyway over the next few weeks, few months, but they're, they're starting to do it now because you're just more you now, I'll simply say. So I just see like all this, downloads we could say coming in. And again, your mind doesn't have to know what that is cause it's consciousness, but that I can just watch that happening right now. <sighs> and then we're taking what we just did here and rippling it outward, like spirits doing that. They're rippling out now more truth, like a mirror or like a teaching of like, who you are is always here. All you have to do is say yes. Like it's right here. It's not special, it's not unique. It's not only for so-and-so and and not for you. Like who you are is here. And of course. Oh Yep, so now that's gonna be rippling for a little while, whatever we just did.
1: Wow. My heart is like... like fluttering back and forth yeah, like we're like in a
0: n- new place now yeah yeah how do you guys feel and this I just want to say as we're talking now like whatever we all just did as a group it's like brrr, brrr, it's just rippling out as teaching and as reflections and as mirrors to help other souls get this like of course you can like of course you can you're right here like it's not again it's not special you don't have to be healed like you're right here you will do healing right yeah yeah but there's no waiting you don't have to wait
1: oh my gosh
0: thank you ladies because
1: thank you i feel
2: amazing um what i what was so cool about that is, um, I went through an experience and I shared it on the last podcast, um, was that I feel like a deconstructed Lego castle. <laughs> and um, and it's, it's like, I'm just waiting to rebuild it. Um, but the awareness that came with that was that it's time to shut the doors on that Lego castle. <laughs> I'm not playing with the same Legos anymore.
0: Amen, sister. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. Thank you. Yeah. That's what's so wild, right? Because the mind could think, oh, I'm still supposed to build upon that. But yeah. Actually, the truth is like, oh, guess what? That's done, too. There's yeah. a whole new one or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's so <laughs> wild, right?
1: It is. Yeah.
2: Very, very cool. Thank you. Yeah.
1: <sighs> Thank you. Well, on, on the demo, why don't you share Uh, I know you have a little gift for everyone. So why don't you share that little gift? And we will, of course, put the link below in the various feeds on where this is coming out into the world.
0: So the gift that I wanted to share with you guys is a free group power healing that I did on June 10th. And why this is because there's so much happening and we are processing so much all day, every day, that Spirit wanted to do a session in June to help with the June energies, which is what we just came out of, and now we're starting to enter July, because today, or when this comes out, also it'll be July 9th, right? So today's July 5th, so we're just starting to enter into July energies, right? But June was like, holy freaking bleepity bleep bleep. (laughs) That was insane. And I was calling it the June jumps because I kept seeing we were like these little frogs and we're just like, we didn't have any time to process anything almost mentally because we just kept going and going, going, going. So this group that I'm giving you guys as a gift is an hour session, an hour and six minutes to be exact. And all All the highlights of what happened during that session are on the page that you'll go to. So when you go to that link, it'll have you opt-in to my list, and then you'll be automatically sent to this page where this free uh, replay of my group is. And you'll be also sent an email to that link where the free group is as well, and you can download and save that. So here's what I, because all the information is already on that page, what I do wanna emphasize is this. When you listen, it's a, it's very powerful. The replays are super powerful because all the energies that we worked with are imbued in the recording. When you listen, treat it like a live session, okay? Which means no driving, no doing anything that needs your focus or attention. Because this stuff happens super, like when you turn it on, there's something that activates in you, something comes forward. And that's why I say, do not drive. (laughs) Because you might not, you might feel like, oh, I'm present, I'm here. But stuff just starts happening. So many people tell me, Elma John, the second you start talking, I'm out like a light. Or when I I listen to the replay, I say to myself, I'm gonna stay awake, I swear. (laughs) And the second I start listening, I'm gone, I'm somewhere else. And I'm like, yeah, it makes a lot of sense because we work so deeply. So when you listen to this group, treat it like a live session, bring your choices uh, and intentions of what you want spirit to work on, because they will. It's like, I don't know how this works, but it's like they crawl out of the replay to meet you exactly where you are when you listen. So every time you listen, you can get deeper and additional healing in addition to what we did in the session. It's just really magical. So it's like it's like a live wire. Treat it like a live wire. It's not just this thing you put in and be like do do do. Just the, mo- the, the how you get the most out of it is you partner with it. You bring yourself with it. You show up like it's a live session, and you bring your choices and intentions. And that's the power of our work together. It's you. So the more you show up, the more spirit can assist you. And that's actually why I call what I do group power healing. When we first started doing these healings, because people, my clients started waking up so fast, where it's like we need a whole new thing to work with people to help them clear, clear, clear more than just one on one. Because you know we need to work with as many people as we can. And so I'm like, what am I gonna call this thing <laughs> that we do? And I was immediately shown the truth in you. This deep desire, like in your heart of heart of heart of heart of hearts that is so pure and so curious and so innocent, it desires to know itself so deeply and, and realize its freedom. That is the power in you, regardless of how you feel mentally or emotionally, that power in you is there. So when you come to the groups, that power is amplified with everybody else with that same desire. And that's why I actually call it group power healing is it's you. So treat this replay like you are joining a live session because it's very, very powerful in that way. And then all of the highlights are there. Yeah. How, how often do you offer these? Every, mostly every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Okay. And then how I do it is this. So I around Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I tune in with Spirit. I'm like, A, is there a group this week? Because like I said earlier, I can't control it. I can't be like, I have a great idea and I'm going to do a group this week. Nope. There has uh, to be energy behind it. There has to be truth behind it or else I can't, I just can't do it. So I will tune in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday-ish to be like, okay, is there a group this week? And what's the topic? And then Spirit provides me with, yes, there's a group. And you know, I just feel it. And here's the topic. And then I email everybody out, here it is. And then I get all these emails being, oh my God, that's exactly what I'm working on. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. after a group, I get all these emails being like, oh my job, are you sure there was anybody else on the call? Cause you were directly talking to me. Like in our session just now that we did, how does it all work? I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I don't wow. know, but it works, you know. So yeah, usually That's every good. Friday,
1: yep, wow, very cool. Yeah, my body's still buzzing a little bit a little. <laughs> no.
2: So we will put the links to uh, find your group and for the MP3 page uh, for the, MP- for the free, I can't even talk now, um, <laughs> the, the free MP3 uh, group healing um, below. So, oh. wow, that was amazing. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much, you guys thank for you. having me. Oh, yeah. Thank you for being our guest. What a treat um, to have you join us today. Thank you. I feel the same.
1: Thank you. Well, you guys, I have a couple announcements, and Ambajam, you're welcome to stay and hear them. I am putting together a group event. It's called Origins, and my method within Origins is called Biology. And it's going to be a two-day event, November 6th and 7th, oh. at my beach house in Port oh. Um, And it's really just to work with you guys to get you creatively clear right so that mm-hmm. you're ready uh, for the 2022 20, year and you can unleash your creativity and feel more embodied there'll be hands-on work and I or there's a whole video from my previous classes at origins.jenneth.com and I'm really excited because I've not done an event in like and a half or three years. (laughs) Um, And the other thing that Jonda and I are going to start doing within the Real Raw You community is we're going to start doing some blog posts and hopefully get your, you know, inspirations on the things that you love and the things that are changing your life and whatever is giving you more aesthetic living. So we'd like to integrate a little more with community and get your recommendations on your favorite programs and products. So that's uh, exciting and kind of be yeah. coming in the next couple weeks. Mm. You'll see them in the newsletter. Oh, and yeah. if you're not on the newsletter, go to realrawu.com and get on the newsletter. Would
0: it, <laughs> absolutely. would it be okay if I shared an event I'm doing on Saturday? Oh, absolutely. This Saturday?
1: Uh, except this podcast goes out on Friday, but you know, you're okay. welcome to share. You never know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I am doing
0: a four hour from uh, 12 p.m. Eastern to 4 p.m. Eastern thyroid healing. Oh, wow. It's time. That's... Yeah. So spirit gave me this. They're like, it has to be July 10th. And I'm thinking, yeah, but it's not enough time because I that, this was last week. I'm like, I need to give people <laughs> weeks. And they're like, July 10th is the date. So we're going to be just everything thyroid. And all the information is on my site, you guys can go. So I won't take up like a lot of time with that. But yeah, it's this this Saturday, July 10th, and it's just everything thyroid, energetically, emotionally, spiritually, physically. There's nothing that's not, uh, there's nothing off the table. Let me put it that way.
2: Yeah. So. So if people can't attend live, can they purchase the replay or purchase it and get the replay?
0: I believe so, yep. I will post it on my store. My store is there as well where all the group power sessions are. Yep, I will post it on my store at some point after. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. After okay. the event. awesome.
1: Yeah. It's thank interesting you. the evolution of the thyroid. I and I'll be real quick on this. But I when one of the classes I went to, they said the thyroid is kind of like your wisdom teeth. Yeah, like it's start starting to evolve out of this, this world. So yeah, I've seen it as like
0: the seat, a seat of our power is right in the thyroid. And so because of our past lives of shutting down emotionally, because of traumas and fears, you know, the thyroid isn't on in the way it needs to actually be on. And so people more than ever are having physical thyroid issues. Well, why? It's not just the EMP, I mean, the, the, whatever that stuff is. It's not just the food and all this stuff. It, there's something massively awakening here that we need to clear the way to be in this new thyroid reality, right? Like uh-huh. you just said there's something shifting. It's changing. so interesting. Yeah. Yep. it's yeah. changing. Yeah. Right? Cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Love it. Um, so if you're called to that, definitely look at the links below and, and join her live. Thank you for letting oh, four me share. It's crazy. <laughs> crazy. I don't know that I could like take it for four hours. Be like, <laughs> but yeah, we do, we do like
0: an hour and then 15 minute break and then another hour and a 15 minute break and another hour. So that's how that works. Yeah. We actually have a break. Yeah. Because cool. <laughs> otherwise it would be like,
1: I'm um, done. I read, uh, <laughs> it's, it's Do I have <laughs> Well, John and I have gone to cl- plenty of events where we leave the day and we're like, uh, who am I? Who, who am, am I? I? <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah. That, that is virtual, a virtual thing, right? Like, yeah, Zoom. Yeah, you do it online. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Well thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. This is Well, oh, um, thank, really so mm-hmm. thank you so much
0: for inviting me you, and letting me do my <laughs> thing.
1: Oh, you're so welcome. All right. Well, everyone have a fabulous day and we will talk next week. All right. Bye-bye.
0: Bye.